Welcome to Call Us Mommy Podcast, where we get real about mom life, relationships, and careers. I'm Tiana, a single mom of three. And I'm Marielle, a married mom of four. We're both on a mission to empower you not to settle in any area of life. I am so excited about this episode because... A, we haven't had phone conversations in like, I feel like a week. I mean, okay, I guess we had a short one. But like, we haven't gotten them out. Like we get them started and then we, it's like, we don't get them fully finished. Yes. It's like something interrupts us. A kid interrupts us. It's like something's happening. A man. A man. (laughs) This morning on my story, it popped up like a year ago today in Nashville. So I am wearing my Nashville shirt and I love toned tan and just tight and now I'm just like yeah. wide white and waddling okay like whatever whatever you're like the least of all those things whatever so a year makes a huge difference guys yes oh my gosh especially I feel like every year together since we became business partners has been that but this year especially I think it's like yeah. I don't know the things are a lot bigger yeah, they're major, major life changes. Okay, but before it felt like we were just like, we were evolving. Like every year we evolved a little bit. We were on this like mission of like finding ourselves. Like, yeah. like we were like discovering different parts of ourselves, which I still feel like I'm personally doing. And I think you're doing in a different way. Cause you're like, you know, going into these different seasons, <laughs> but let's talk about big life changes. Like you, yeah. like I think the last what three years we've been you know talking about when these days would come and then it's like suddenly there was like boom 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 <laughs> no I know I was thinking this morning uh, on this episode and I was like I just tell everybody if you feel like you're stuck in a season and like you're never gonna get out of this season let me tell you it can happen it, it can happen like snap of a finger and everything's changed like literally a year ago actually this was when a year ago today is when Austin had texted me and we set up our first date so how funny is that yeah that's yeah that is insane yeah I mean that's how I mean Zara and I dated for a really really long time and but in in college it was like I was like I'm never gonna see this man mm-hmm. turn into a man and like grow up like he's gonna be a boy forever <laughs> He's never going to make big boy decisions. And then everything happened all at once. So sometimes I think that's just how it has to happen for your life to like finally get on the track that like you want it, you wanted it to, you know, it does. And it's never on like our timing and like our way. Like, so you have literally planned a wedding and a baby shower in the same, like basically three months span. Yeah. I will say our, our wedding planning was a lot. I will like simpler than probably most, actually not probably than most people we chose to elope, but like not a destination because I'm a high risk pregnancy. So like, I cannot go very far and to me it wasn't worth, it wasn't worth like going two hours away. Like, you know, it would have just, it was just as pretty and you know, his grand, his grandmother's backyard. So that's what we did. So I got my dress from Lulu's. It was like $120. I got my veil for like $17, my earrings. Like we, I did it all on a budget and it turned out absolutely beautiful. So I feel like it was a lot easier had our close family. So like it would have been like siblings, mom and dads, and then grandparents that could make it. And we didn't even have seats for them. They just kind of stood off away. So it was still like us eloping together intimately. And then afterwards, we all went out to dinner. So it was great. But then a couple of weeks later, we did get to celebrate with like a pool party, cookout style, which was fun with all of our friends and family. 
Yeah, but I feel like it's still stressful in the sense that like, yeah, I mean, the money, you know, you're not spending as much money and like, it's not ex- extravagant planning, but you still have like the buildup of like, what are we going to do? Like, do we want this big wedding? Like you still have to have that conversation and like, you feel that pressure of, okay, well, I still want to do it before, you know, I'm too big to fit in a dress or like, yeah. whenever we do make <laughs> this decision, oh I have to make the decision. And then like, we got to do it because I can't order the dress and then fit into it, you know, potentially three weeks later. So I think yeah. you still have that like, emotional labor around the planning of it and everything. So it was still, it was stressful, but I think it was like a good distraction from like a hard pregnancy. Yeah, it was, it was definitely, it was definitely stressful. We still had to have the like hard conversations, figuring out what the heck we wanted. Cause like our idea at first was have to have a destination wedding. And then it was like, Oh wait, you can go two hours away. And I was like, yeah, okay, let's do that. And then after I live live in Indiana. So yeah, I was like, what, why am I doing this? So yeah, we did have those. And then, yeah, I was really scared. I ordered that dress and I ordered a, what was it? A small, wasn't it? I think it's just like a size up of what you normally would be. Yes. Yeah. So I'm normally an extra small. So I ordered a small and I was thinking like, holy crap, like this is when my belly's getting bigger. Like, what if this doesn't fit me? I never even tried it on like a couple, like a week before. And then if it great. And so, yeah, it was scary though. Well, it looked perfect. Everything was perfect. And I think you're happy with like the turnout. Like you don't feel like you regret anything. No, no, I wouldn't do it another way. That's for sure. I feel like that conversation is like the best introduction to merit, like first introduction to marriage (laughs) because you're like experiencing those conversations and like realizing like what each other's boundaries are and like, you know, family dynamics and things like that, that like you might not experience otherwise, which I think that like you guys did because you had other things going on, but like, it's always an interesting introduction. It is. Well, because everyone has their own idea of what they want. And then not just you and the partner, like their families and everybody, everybody, everyone has their own idea. And then we obviously are planning a baby shower, but I don't feel like I had to do anything that was all you. So like, I feel like this is I. Let's Minus the fact that I have to Austin's mom, she's basically, <laughs> she's amazing. I like she took over, which I needed. So I've been like really stressed about homeschool. I was talking to somebody at church who has like helped me kind of get to this point of like actually doing it. And I said the other night, I literally could not go to sleep because all I could think about was like, crap, I've made the wrong decision curriculum wise. And like, I'm going to waste this whole year with the wrong curriculum. It's just going to be such a waste. And we're not going to really get a taste of what it's going to actually be like. And so I was up all night, just like Googling best homeschool curriculum, you know, like just going down these rabbit holes. And of course the one I have picked was on most of them. Cause there really aren't a lot of like uh, popular curriculums that like go across the board. There's like a lot of niche ones that people, you know, like you might not have heard of, but ones that have been like tested by a lot of people. And so I kept seeing it on the list and it still just like, wasn't, easing me I was like nope still it's not high enough on the list like I need to find you know the best thing for every possible scenario but you're also not one to make a decision and then feel fully confident in it and I know that about myself but like I was telling this this woman at church I was like you know and Tiana and I have said this before we're both like this like when we do something for the first time it's like we have to do it exactly the way that we'll, we'll do it for the rest of our life and it has to be perfect when we do it And if not, then we don't want to do it. And that's kind of how I think that overwhelm was coming over me of like, well, if I'm not going to use this curriculum in a year or two, why would I use it this year? I need to find what's going to be, you know, perfect for the rest of our homeschool 
journey and it was just, it was awful. So I've just been like, I think I'm, I'm ready to just get started and we start in a week, like a week and a half. So once that happens, I think I'll feel a lot better. That's probably it is you're seeing like all your like friends, like kids go back to school and you probably are like, okay, did I make the right decision? Yeah. Which I got a really sweet message from another homeschool mom locally who like had talked to me about the decision. And she was like, Hey, just thinking of you today on like the day that everyone started here locally and was like, I'm just thinking of you and praying for you. Cause I know that like this day is always really hard for, especially when you're first getting started, you know, you have these doubts, you see people going back to school and you're like, wait, did I make the right decision? And she was just really encouraging. And that made me feel a lot better. But then that, you know, I, then I slowly let my anxiety take back over. And yeah. or when your kids are just having a bad day, you're like, did I make the right decision? Which right now feels like every day. Cause they're getting very restless, you know, and, and they're ready also to get started. So this, this, I'm like, we'll get the baby shower. You know, I'm excited about it. We'll get it done. And then Lorelai's birthday's coming up, which like all my girls' birthdays are a month. You literally the first of the month, three months in a row. So that's kind of stressful, but at least like, I know what to expect. I know what to do there. Um, but then I feel like I can buckle down and be like, okay, like, here's what we need. I've, I've got most of my supplies, but some of them I'm still like lacking. So, but yeah. we're getting there. I'm excited to like, see you a month in and like, we have to do an episode then. Cause I want to hear about it. Okay. I will say that one lifesaver for me has been, um, I think I shared this, but my brother moved in with us, uh, this summer and I have been excited about it. And it, I don't know if it like fills the void that was Tiana leaving. Except it doesn't smell like me anymore. No, it doesn't smell like me anymore, but it doesn't smell bad. He's, he has good hygiene and everything. So it's good. <laughs> it's good. Good job, Blake. But he's been so helpful in like, if I need to run somewhere, like watching the kids and just like also just being there for emotional support during the day when I'm like, I'm losing my mind. And he's like, I, I understand that you would be like, it seems very valid. <laughs> so it's kind of <laughs> nice to have that. Validating. Uh, yeah. And I want Tiana to talk about her garden, but my brother's also built like a beautiful garden for us. And I've had tomatoes, like little cherry tomatoes in my eggs every morning this week. It's been nice. So they've been finally like producing, you know, in mass versus just like one here and there. But Tiana's like a whole, if you need groceries, like I think she could provide a whole. (laughs) Yeah, first I want to say like Ariel's had so many people live with her. I'm just not that person that has. That's not really true. So many people. (laughs) I believe you're like like we have a hostel in our house. You guys are going to be thinking like, what? How can people live with her? She has a very large house and there's a whole wing basically that doesn't get used. It's all one floor. Yes. And it's like an L or like a U shape. So there's this section that used to be a garage and they turn it into more living space. So it's just like very recreational type area. So it works. Yes. So it's not like she's living in a house where everyone's on top of each other. If you're listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. So I my art garden. I feel like I can't take a hundred percent for it because sometimes I forget to water it now. But it's just really fertile, like Austin and I. So, oh my God. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I've had a garden before, a raised bed just like this. And I didn't plant as much, but it didn't, I mean, it didn't do terrible, but it didn't do this. Yeah. Um, this, no, this has been magic. Like, I think you've got something in the water going on, like, like something. Something. I texted Ariel one day and I was like, I think my garden is possessed because 
my zucchini plants were if you've ever seen a zucchini vine um they get really big like they're huge I don't even know if that's what they're called guys see I don't even know much about gardening I don't know if it's fine whatever it is though sure. they were choking out like my bell pepper plants <laughs> killed my parsley like I mean it was like taken over so I had to end up taking all of like the parsley basil and those things out I have had to take um two zucchini plants out a cucumber plant out and two tomato plants because we planted, I guess, way too much for the size. And I feel like it's a pretty large size, but no, it's doing amazing. Like it's doing incredible. I have probably 75 jalapenos right now out there that I literally this morning was like, I need to go pick those, but I don't have the energy. Um, and we're going to use them for our baby. Yeah. We can have the kids do it Saturday morning before the shower. That can be their little activity. Yeah, so we're going to use some of those at the baby shower and we're going to do like it's a taco or talk about a baby theme. So we're going to have like it's like Mexican food. And one of the games I was like, we should totally have the guys or anybody who wants to do it, but mostly like the guys um, have like a hot pepper eating contest. Anytime I can watch men suffer, right? <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, only right. I mean, the women have the babies, so it's like I'm a show. Yeah, that's it's true. Though. <laughs> hey, at my at my last baby shower, remember we hooked Zared up to that uh mm-hmm. that retro thing, yes, big screens, whatever you know, close to contractions. You saw that at your house, different. and we did it one random day. Remember, to yeah. well, and he, he uses was- it frequently just for pain, but like you can you know, turn the dial way up and supposedly it can like feel like contractions. I have a hard time. I, have, that. I don't believe it. I mean, he was kind of like, ow, ow, that day we did baby. it. He's yeah. also baby. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, also, um, we have loved watching the Barbie movie several times this, I guess, last couple months. Hmm. And, you know, because it's all about hating men, the, the Barbie movie. We just hate <laughs> men, Barbie movie. <laughs> Yeah, no, it. I am being sarcastic because I know a lot of people actually do think that that's what the the, the Barbie movie is about. Um, there's actually Wait, no man hating in it. Can you stop and tell us how many times you went to see Barbie? Okay, so I saw it four times, but there's reasons. And not like I just like, I, I've never seen a movie four times in one month. I've ne- definitely never seen the same movie four times. So if that says anything... Um, but I went and took the girls cause I knew that Lorelai wanted to see it and the other girls would, you know, they'd be fine. They'd enjoy it. Um, and we loved it. And then I was like, okay, Zared has to see this. So I took him like the following week and he loved it. And so I didn't know this, but for my birthday, my closest friends were like, let's have dinner and go see Barbie. Cause Ariel loves Barbie. And I was like, sure, like, I guess three of out of the friends hadn't seen it yet. So like, as long as I'm seeing new faces, enjoy it, then that'll be fine. So we we saw it. And then while I was watching, I was like, I really need to take my mom because I kept talking to her about it. She was like, I would really like to see it. I would really like to see it. And I was like, okay, I don't think she's going to go see it on her own without me. So my brother and I took her to see it like the week later. So I think I saw it once a week, maybe even twice one week for a whole month. It's crazy. I think the fourth time I was like, okay, I could take a I could take a month off of watching this. Like once it's out in, you know, on streaming. Sure. But I I can see it again. It's so good. I loved it. And every time I picked up different things that like, you know, made me appreciate just the like the movie magic of it more. Um, and I played with Barbie. So like Barbies were my 
toy of choice. So also I think I appreciated it more because of that. Cause I loved playing Barbies. So <laughs> I got, I got to pick up some things from that, that if you didn't play Barbies, you might not have, you know? Yeah, I was, I did not play with Barbies. I actually, I didn't have plans to go see this movie because I was like, I didn't play with Barbies. I was a brat doll. Okay. <laughs> but it's really, people keep saying like, you know, in response to the people are like, Oh, it's such a man hating movie. People are saying like, it's a movie about a doll. Like it's not a man hating movie. It's not really a movie about a doll. It's like a movie about women and it's definitely not man-hating. And feminism in general is not man-hating if you actually know what you're talking about and do your research. But um, the movie is really just portraying women as they are. And I think the perfect way to explain it is when my brother took my oldest son, Baden, who is 10, to see it, um, he came back and I was like, what do you think about it? He was like, oh, it's really cool. I said, what do you think about when the Kins took over Barbie land? Not a, really a spoiler. It's like, you know, pretty sure in the trailer. And he goes, oh, yeah, that was awful. He goes, it's basically just like the real world, though, right? And I was like, yeah, it, it is. So if a 10-year-old can get it without any guidance, <laughs> it's surprising to me that more adults don't watch that and say like, oh, interesting. That's actually what our day-to-day looks like. And I've never seen anything wrong with that. Or you know, I have, and I've just not done anything about it. And I think Barbie doesn't do it in like a exploitative or like dramatic way. I think it's just a very, like, it's just very, it's a statement. It's a very like calm statement, but it's also saying like, but this isn't the way that it's supposed to be, you know? Yeah. I totally cried the very first time I, I watched it. The second yeah. time, I don't know if I just like lost yeah. oxygen in my body, but like it was not doing well that day. It was also late. We watched it late and we had just had like stir fry and you know it was and then I ate popcorn and candy and then all of a sudden I was out my eyes were Austin said I looked at him my eyes were rolling in the back of my head I couldn't even keep my head up so I watched half of it the second time but it wasn't because I fell asleep because it was boring it was because I literally just did not feel well um but yes the first time I did cry and it was like the first the very first time I watched it I took all three of the kids and it was just, it was really fun to watch, especially Sophia's face. Mila, I feel like she was too young to understand anything. I mean, her favorite part was like the girl smashing doll. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and then it was fun having the conversations afterwards with them about like, what, you know, what was your favorite part? Right. What did you think about it? And then the second what was time, Sophia's part. Of course, Sophia's part was, um, again, I think this is in the trailer. So I don't want to like spoil it for anyone you plan to watch it, but it's when um, Barbie and Ken are walking in the real world and it was one of the construction workers like, did he like smack her butt or like go to smack her butt? Something like no, that. He, smacks it. he like yeah. walks up. Yeah, I don't think it's good. It's like somebody else like on the beach mm-hmm. comes up and smacks her butt. Yes. And she turns around and just lays one on him. Yes, that was so Sophia loved that part. And then I was like, well, what does that mean to you? And she's like, well, I mean, like, you know, guys are just like a little inappropriate. You know? <laughs> but she loved the part that, you know, Barbie, like, yeah, she's, yeah, she's like, um, but Barbie's not gonna let that happen. <laughs> right. So yeah, it was, it was fun. And the second time, that's when we went for Ariel's birthday. And yes, I did fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, and there's a part where it was so cute. The so the whole time you really don't even know like uh, America Fair, like her character, she's human, she's not Barbie and she's a mom. And the whole time you're like, 
you don't really know, is she married, whatever, until like they're having a conversation and the daughter's like, well, what about dad? We can't just leave him. And she's like, oh, dad will be fine. And then it cuts to a scene of him on the couch uh, doing, I think it's Duolingo or I don't know which one it is, but like you can mm-hmm. hear the sound from the app and it's like a, a span, like teaching you how to speak Spanish. And it like says it and he repeats it and does the ding. And Lorelai and I look at each other because Zara plays that constantly. Like that's his thing that he does like while I'm, you know, reading or scrolling TikTok. And it was just so cute. That is really funny because Sophia was sitting next to me. And at that part, I looked at her and I said, that's Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, it is. It's really funny. funny. Yeah. So basically it is a good movie and you should go see it. Okay. Let me see. I have like eight minutes left. Yeah. What are you getting ready to go do? Yeah. So I'm going to get my third iron um, infusion. The first time I actually, I had a melt. I'm not gonna say I handled a great, I had a melt like what nine meltdowns before I actually even started the very first time. Yeah. But once it started, like I was, it was great. You know, I was fine. The second time it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Second time was, I think it was honestly pretty well or went pretty well minus the fact that I think I let my anxiety get the best of me or it just like had my heart a little bit fluttering and then I freaked out from feeling the flutter but other than that I was still fine so this should be I'm hoping my last infusion and I'm hoping my levels get up and ready to have and have like a healthy delivery but it was still like a little scary and I'm a chicken with medicine like I don't even care if it's a vitamin in my body. Like, why are we putting that much in my body? (laughs) Yeah. So last year around this time, we were probably getting a really cute breakfast on a rooftop place. And Mm -hmm. now you're literally going to get iron put into your body so that you don't die. (laughs) I know. It's like a year makes like has made such a difference. But I said this morning that there will be a time where we can go on trips and be together whenever we want. So we're just going to travel the world. He'll be ready to let you lose by then. He'll be like, I'll take her back. I'm sick of her. I'm so sick of her now. Okay. So I was listening to a podcast the other day and I was like, that's such a good idea. And they started it with this, but we're going to end it with this. What is like a favorite thing of yours right now? It can be like an item, something you're eating right now. It could be anything. Oh my God. Okay, don't tell me certain stuff. Your face just got somewhat. It's somewhat related, but it's not exactly. Okay, I got to hear about it. Okay, so I used to read all the time. Mm -hmm. And then become a mom, you just like lose every part of yourself. And I feel like the last three months or so, I finally come completely back into my own body. And like, for the most part, my mind and everything. And I'm reading again. And I started with if you're on TikTok at all, a court of um, Akatar is like the how people, you know, whatever paraphrase it. Um, but I've gotten to this series. And this is the last one that she has right now. Mm-hmm. And it is so good. And I've never read fantasy outside of like Twilight or like, I don't know if you would call it, I guess Game of Thrones would be fantasy um, before. And this is like more, it's like fairy, you know, is it fairy like love story or is it, it's, um, so I didn't even know that this was a thing, but like, it's very smutty. <laughs> I was like, what is that? 
just look it up. You'll, you'll find out. Okay. And it's what I want you to read the first one I want you to read, but it's, it's, it's a fairy world and there's magic, but like, it doesn't feel like that when you're reading it. Like it is very humanized, but it is fantasy and it is very good. And I have loved it. I love that. Okay. So mine's also a book, but mine is the, she reads truth Bible. And I didn't get the one really different than mine. <laughs> I didn't get the one that had the tabs on there already because it was like $109, I think. So I went ahead and got like the $30 one and then bought my own tabs and did it myself. And it's so pretty. Like I get so excited to open it and read it just because it is so pretty. So if you need some motivation to open your Bible, get a new Bible. It helps. And that's the She Read Truth. She has a whole entire line of like like notebook or journals and Bibles and pens and highlighters. And it's actually not very, like very expensive, but I will say go to like Amazon. Um, She has been sold out of the Bibles on her, like on her website. And I found this one on Amazon actually for like 20 bucks cheaper. They also have kids stuff. That's really good. And like cute. And um, I've gotten some for like to start with homeschool so they can have some stuff in the morning to do. I didn't know that. Okay. So I think the, you got me a study. I think it was like the book of Esther. Is that where you got it from? Yeah. That's where I usually get mine from. If I am gifting them, you're the one that introduced me to, um, grace, something about grace. Yes. Yeah. But you just made me go blank, but yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very similar, but this one. Yeah. And and it's uh, at least originally, I think it was like two women. They have a podcast mm-hmm. too. She reads truth. Yes. Um, and they, they do. like, he reads truth. If you want they so Zara and I have done like partner ones before where it's like the same study but they have a uh one for you know you and then one for your husband and they're the same exact study you read the same things I think the questions might be a little bit different but like the graphics and stuff are more catered toward a man and a man and a woman so she has some cute stuff well when we come back to you guys next because we're going to take a little break for um, hugs to get loved on and to love on Tiana so she can recover from childbirth and pregnancy and adjust to postpartum. So we'll take a break. And then when we get back to you, it'll probably be January. Dang. Right. Yeah. So we'll probably be living whole new lives by January. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not actually. Thanks for hanging out with us on the Call Us Mommy podcast. If you want to spend more time with us, make sure to hit follow. And if you like the episode, share with a friend and leave a review. 